Jerusalem. The smell of fresh coffee. The angle of the pillow on the bed. You never know, right? I mean, anything can set off the excruciating pain of grief. And it always comes when you least expect it. There is no such thing as still grieving, like it somehow goes away. Grief, good grief, lives with us forever. The expression and intensity may change through the years, but it never leaves us because grief is the other side of love. Grief has gotten a really bad name here in America and in other places in the world, but Jesus and our Lenten theme changed that, changes that misguided perspective. Treasures in the darkness. Amen? Amen. Amen. Our Lord's treasured grief drives him into the greatest darkness of his life. Jesus' heart is breaking with loving grief, and nothing, nothing in the world has more power to heal than his tears. Our Lord is ready and readying himself to storm into Jerusalem and to the cross. The dance will not begin until there is death to start the music of the revolution. In November of last year, I was asked to speak at a weekend retreat for the Open Door, an LGBTQ support group that meets at Evergreen Baptist Church of Los Angeles. So much about that ask was already healing and affirming for me since I was an associate pastor at Evergreen while still in the closet, and the young, very new senior pastor is a very good friend of mine. And while I am happy that the church is, has been open to having a support group meet in their facility, they are not yet fully welcoming and affirming of our dear LGBTQ sisters and brothers. As far as their policy and polities are concerned, good grief. And it was. It was a weekend filled with grief and happiness and really, really hard questions they wanted me to answer. Melvin, why, why won't the church accept us for who we are? Melvin, I'm so upset. Why won't they let me and my partner get married in the church facility? Pastor Melvin, when will Evergreen become fully welcoming and affirming like other parishes in our area? Rats! What am I going to say? What can I say with my friend, the senior pastor, and all of them, my people, looking to me for answers? I did my best. I did my best to let them know that they are all fearfully and wonderfully made by God's creative hand. I spoke to them as my people from a pastoral heart for God's children that have been so hurt and devalued. 
I sat with them in darkness and waited and listened and cried and waited. And the waiting came to an end on Saturday night. One of the young lesbian leaders of the group said that they were going to have a prayer meeting that evening. And they asked me if I would like to attend. And I said, of course. Folks started gathering slowly in the room, a few looking like Charlie Brown, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Some looking more like Lucy, ready to throw the other shoe. <laughs> Some happy, like Snoopy, ready to dance. And me, and me, I'm still trying to figure out a good answer to all their questions. When, when this beautiful young woman comes over to sit next to me, and whispers in my ear, Melvin, is it okay to, to yell at God? Sure, God can take it. I'm pretty upset. I'm not sure how it's going to come out. Just be honest. God wants to know and she cares about how you are feeling. Great. The meeting began with music and singing and reading of scripture. And a few minutes later, I see the young woman that I, was spoke, that I had spoken with move to the microphone in the front of the room. God! I am so mad. What the God are you doing? This is unfair. How Lord. Good grief. And oh my goodness, she was using every swear word in the English language to yell at God. It was crazy and I felt responsible. And she was going on and on for what seemed like an eternity, and then another person got up and started doing the same thing. God, you are crazy! What are you doing to us? And then another person, God, how long do we have to put up with this? It kept going and going with more people adding to their cries into the mix. And all I kept thinking was, you blockhead, Melvin. Why didn't you tell her it was okay to scream at God? Now you did it. Now you, now, now... Happiness is two kinds of ice cream. Finding your skate telling the time. Suddenly, I hear music mixed in with screaming and yelling. Happiness is learning to whistle. Tying your shoe for the very first time. And I hear people lifting up prayers and praising God and laughing and crying. 
Jerusalem. Jerusalem, killer of prophets, abuser of the messengers of God. How often, how often I've longed to gather your children, gather your children like a hen, her brood safe under her wings, but you refused. It turned away. It was the greatest worship service I'd ever experienced in my life. It was the book of Psalms, all the Psalms, being sung and screamed and cried out at the same moment. It was a room full of prophets, our dear LGBTQ prophets crying out not only for ourselves, but for those that have persecuted and dismissed and denied our gift, which is good grief, God's holy grief that is the only power strong enough to change the world. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long will you hide your face from us? How long will our enemy triumph over us? Look on us and answer. Answer, O Lord. Give light. Give light to our eyes in the darkness. Jerusalem, smell of fresh coffee, the angle of the pillow. Be ready. Be ready for the unexpected miracle of tears. God is calling us to be like Charlie Brown and grieve for our nation and our world that is in need of good grief and love. God is calling us to be like Lucy and storm into the darkness to find the treasure hidden in the field. God is calling us to be like Snoopy, ready to dance with all our heart and mind and strength. Happiness belongs to those who grieve, to those who storm into, for those who dance. The last word comes from Mark, my beloved husband, who writes in the Lenten Journal for Good Friday. Gracious God, often we encounter pain. When we encounter pain, we want it to go away. Teach us to embrace it, that we might find love, even in pain and difficulty. Happiness is playing the drum in your own school band, and happiness
Jesses walking hand in hand. Happiness is morning and evening, daytime and nighttime too. For happiness is anyone or anything at all that's love.